Hey, Sam. Hey, Luke. What's, uh, what's wrong, buddy? I just watched the hit 2004 film Troy starring Brad Pitt and Eric Bana, but I don't know if it's accurate at all. Hey, we've all been there, friend. This has you pretty messed up, huh? Well, I have good news for you. Ah! Jesus! I'm a doctor. Of medicine? Even better, classics. And I have all the answers for your burning questions about myths, ancient Greco-Roman history, and the movies. Where can we get this incredible medicine? Over on the podcast, Greased Lightning. It's on all your favorite podcatchers. It will be the sweet ambrosia of the gods. New episodes every other Monday. Two words to me in three years of Bret Hart are a jackin and the jacks are a rosen it's hanksy panksy it's a disaster a podcast where two dumb idiot best friends are forced by my wife to watch disaster after disaster i'm sam siegel and my wife's reign of terror is at a temporary end (laughs) and i'm flying and i am luke patrick and i'm flying i'm flying sam Yep, we're all flying. Mm-hmm. Because this week we watched 1997's Titanic. Mm, you know, and some people prefer to pronounce it Titanic. Uh, I, I understand. So, I'll tell you right now, the number of times in the past two to three days that I have wanted to say Titanic... Is <laughs> distressing. Yeah, I don't know why, but I very badly have constantly wanted to say and write Titanic. 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 Yes, Titanic. Uh, uh, hey. Much like Titanic sex. <laughs> um. They also don't refer to it as the Titanic in this movie. They exclusively refer to it as titanic yes uh, which did drive me batty but i'm gonna call it the titanic as we proceed if that's okay with you sam yeah jimbo cameron's the titanic (laughs) is that why maybe because it's not the title of the movie they refuse to refer to it as the titanic probably Mm -hmm. or maybe it's one of those weird boat things where like you wouldn't say like the luke or the sam True. Because boats are people or something to to fancy folk. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be a fancy boat thing, but it just drove me crazy because it just doesn't roll off the tongue. And they're talking about, like, at one point Bill Paxton says something like, uh, I have, for the last three weeks, I've only thought of Titanic. And you're like, Ugh. Yeah, the, the Titanic, Bill. Bill? Come on, Bill. So, Luke, I'm real curious. How was your extremely long watch this week? Hey, bud, it was long. Yeah. If if you don't remember exactly, let me clarify. This movie is three hours and 15 minutes. 
Th- oh folks, my God. Folks, I know you heard those numbers and you thought, that seems long. Really take a moment. Let's all take a moment of silence to really consider three and one quarters hour mm-hmm. of, of, or three and one quarter hours, Jesus. It's like attorneys general. Um, <laughs> and, and really think about how long that is. Think about all the things you could do in three and one quarter hours. Mm-hmm. So let's, Luke, let's just take a moment and let everyone think about how long that is. That was 20 seconds, and it felt like forever. Now imagine it's three and one quarter hours of shit. (laughs) Yeah, folks, what we just experienced that you were like, that made your sphincter clench because Mm -hmm. of the the dead air, you know, that was was infinitesimal (laughs) compared to the sum total of what we watched for this project. Oh, that was nothing, folks. Yeah. We barely felt that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So, <sighs> Sam, I guess to return to the question, how is my watch? Um, Let me give you my watch conditions, and then maybe I will have decided how my watch was by the end of it, if that okay. sounds good. Yeah, yeah. So I was going to do a morning watch, but honestly, the idea of getting up in time to watch three hours <laughs> and 15 minutes of a movie seemed pretty impenetrable. So yeah. Didn't do that, so I did watch it at night. Uh, me and the roomie watched it together. Uh, my wife was conspicuously absent from this watch. Good choice. Good choice. Yep, chose to do chose to I believe uh, paint some stuff in three hours and fifteen minutes and achieved some some glorious works of art. So as an example, folks, you know things you can do in three hours mm-hmm. in a quarter. I. I put it to you, Luke, mm-hmm. even drinking paint for three hours would have been a better use of time. <laughs> it might have resulted in some pretty fascinating hallucinations. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that weren't sponsored by James Cameron. No. So, um, anyway, we watched it. It was long. Um, I don't know what else to say, man. It was, it was, a, it was a watch. Uh, at one point, I did try on a new pair of suit pants during the movie Uh, yeah during a particularly dull part of the movie they did fit they fit great oh that's good yeah um Um, now luke i'm I'm gonna point out that you said during a particularly dull part of the movie which to be perfectly honest with you is about three hours of this movie (laughs) so um for all i know you were just exceptionally slowly pulling on suit pants <laughs> yeah that's pretty much how it went i mean you had to take off the original pair of pants um and slowly put on the new pair of pants over the course of three hours how did um, it feel to be pantsless during jimbo cameron's the titanic you know for the three hours that i was pantsless um you know pretty freeing Considering everybody in the movie is in these just elaborate, rich costumes. Um, They're very tightly wound uh, by the way they're dressed, tightly bound. Um, Meanwhile, I 
was free to the breeze, and it felt uh, felt pretty Hell good. Hell yeah. You know, all these people all gussied up, and there you are, dick out, <laughs> suit, suit pants at the ankles, just yeah. hoping someone in your home will draw you like a French girl. Yeah, the real truth, Sam, is that I watched this movie naked, and what did it bring to it, you may be asking, and the answer is... <laughs> A whole hell of a lot, honestly. It felt very freeing uh, to be in my natural state watching James Cameron's Titanic. Titanic. Yeah. Um, uh huh. Yeah. So that was my watch. It was pretty bog standard, if I'm honest. Sam, how was your watch? Let me let me set the scene for you, Luke. So I'm at work, uh, and not a lot's happening at work, and so I decide. Around 12, you know what? I'm just going to go home. Now, if you are my boss and you're listening to this, I did work from home the rest of the day. I didn't just leave and, <laughs> and not do anything. I did, I did for realsies, work from home the rest of the day. But I did just leave work. Um, my boss was gone. His boss was gone. I was like, fuck it. Uh, yeah. You know, we were in good shape. Uh, trust me, I'm a good employee. Please, if you're if you're looking to hire me and you have listened to this podcast, first of all, I'm very sorry. This is not who I actually am. This is a character I play for a podcast. I don't speak like this ever in real life. Luke, is that true? Eh, sure, yes. You know, yeah. Sam is an upstanding citizen for sure. <laughs> and a wonderful employee. Um... So so I did I did leave work um just snuck out and uh I went to Kroger I bought some potato chips I also went to a local bakery and bought a chocolate cake I came mm. home uh I consumed the potato chips and uh th- the rest of my lunch and then I cleaned up the house a little bit I worked from home I did actually do some work and then immediately after I finished work uh, I fell asleep on the couch for an hour. Mmm. Excellent. Yes. yes. Uh, and then Kenna got home and found me asleep on the couch and, like, went around and did shit for a little bit. And I did, I was, like, dead. Mm. I think clinically. Yeah. Uh, and then she woke me up and I was utterly terrified because I didn't know where I was. <laughs> I didn't know what had happened. <laughs> And I didn't know if it was Friday evening or Saturday morning. Yeah. And so I just sat there dumbfounded for a really long time. And then I looked at my wife and said, what time is it? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's the best kind of nap, though. The one that transports you in time just utterly befuddles you. It was phenomenal. And I felt... Very groggy, but also pretty satisfied until I remembered, hey, in about an hour, I have to watch Jimbo Cameroon's The Titantric. (laughs) And I was immediately crestfallen. Yeah. Um, We ordered some Turkish food. And then, Luke, in a first, uh, we had a friend join us for the watch. What? You dragged another human soul onto this voyage? Don't you put this on me, okay? <clears throat> My friend Marvin, upon finding out that I was watching uh, Jimbo Cumrun's <laughs> The Trenchantric, uh, 
said, hey, I'd consider watching that with you. And I said, okay, bud, are you sure? And he said, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So Marvin showed up at our house. He enjoyed the Turkish food. We had some cake, and we watched the movie. And bud, it was fucking grueling. Mm, Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Tell me more about that. Well, we paused the movie uh, when the food got delivered, and it felt like it had been maybe a third of the movie. It had been 24 minutes. Mm, You weren't even... Man, you were barely into the 1912 sequence of this film. We hadn't hit it. (laughs) We had yet to see the living, breathing Titanic. Yeah. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, I wanted to die. Yeah, Um, man. See, there's... We've talked about this on the podcast before, but you never pause the movie if you can help it. Because then you see what's left. But it's extremely true for very long movies. Because, Sam, it is never what you think it is. And it's going to be soul-crushing. It is absolutely not. So, we were eating our food. We continued to watch the movie. And then we were like, it's cake time. It's definitely been a while. Let's pause the movie so we can go get some cake. Mm -hmm. Luke, it had only been... We were one hour into the movie. Uh, you're not even... You're barely a third of the way through. I know. And it felt like a lot of the plot had happened by that point. And mm-hmm. so we were all sort of confused as to how there was so much movie left when it felt like the movie had sort of hit everything. Mm-hmm. So we, we soldiered on. And then, Luke, an interesting thing happened around yeah. the, the end of the movie once people actually started dying and everything. Uh Uh-huh. Kenna had a bit of a crisis. Oh. Because she started feeling real bad that we, uh, that we were having to watch this. Because she, she realized that it was pretty fucked up that we were watching, for pure entertainment, a movie about a real event where real people really died. Mmm. Now, see, this is an angle, (laughs) horrifyingly... I had not considered up to this point. Yeah, and then and then Kenna was like, oh my god, what does it say about me that I thought it was punishment to make yeah. these two people watch a movie about a real event where people actually fucking died by freezing to death in water? Mm-hmm. And she started feeling real bad about it. <laughs> oh, Kenna, it's okay. This movie... <laughs> she- I mean, let's put it into perspective. This movie, Sam, do you want to guess how much money this this fucking movie made? Oh god. Um wasn't it like a billion? It is 2.2 billion dollars. Fuck that. Yeah, so if we're putting this into perspective, this movie has already been commercialized to hell and back. So, oh, you know sure. what? In the in the grand scheme of things, it's really Jimbo Cameroon that should be should yeah. be up on the stake. Uh, being burnt to death for his crimes as far as selling or consuming uh, this tragedy. Oh, and if you think we're not going to have some words about Jimbo Cumrag, uh, <laughs> I got, you got another thing coming because I got some fucking words about Jimbo Cumrag. Yeah. But, Luke, I do think at this point you should probably explain the plot to the one person yeah. Who's listening? Who's never seen this shittacular flick? 
Oh, yeah. You know what? I'm not doing it this week. I'm going to do something different. Uh, okay. Because it's the Titanic. Uh, if you haven't seen this movie, which would surprise me, although I hadn't seen this movie until we watched it. Yeah, I am perplexed at how you've gone nearly 30 years on this earth mm -hmm. and never seen the Titanic. Well, here's the thing. I hadn't seen it, but I have seen scenes from it, like the car scene and mm -hmm. the boobies scene and not yes. even not even seeking these things out they're just in the zeitgeist yeah which is why i'm or the flying scene which is why i'm not going to explain the plot i'm going to do something else because if you don't know what this movie is about one i am incredibly impressed because i don't know where you've lived uh but it was not part of the 2.2 billion dollar box office rollout yeah of titanic um Anyway, it's about the Titanic, which is a big boat that sinks. That's the plot. A lot of people die. Here's there the interesting go. thing about this movie, which I was talking with my roomie about, is this movie is essentially two halves. It's a coin with two different faces. The first face is a period drama about uh, a love story between a steerage-class human being and a first-class first human being named Rose and Jack, uh, in mm -hmm. reverse respectiveness there. Um and then the other half is a balls-out destruction film, uh, disaster film, uh, and they just sort of smash them together. Now, does it work? I don't know. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert, no. Yeah. Um, it just sort of smashes these two concepts together because roughly an hour and uh, 30 minutes is dedicated to the love sequence. And then I'd say roughly an hour and uh, 30 plus change is dedicated to the disaster side of this. So that's kind of our fresh perspective on this. Otherwise, fucking Wikipedia it, y'all. I mean, if you haven't seen the movie and you just want to get caught up, go check out the Wikipedia. Because I do not recommend watching three hours and 15 minutes of this yeah. flick. Now, Luke, um, I hate to correct you. Mm -hmm. But you said that one one half of the movie, of an hour and 30 minutes, is the period drama, and the other hour and 30 minutes is the, the destruction. Yeah. Luke, you would be incorrect, because... Oh, no. Here's the deal. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is a little teaser for, for our IMDb facts brought to you by McKenna and Marvin. Yeah. Uh, oh, is it the two hours and 40 minutes thing? Yes, it's, it's that... Actually, the bookends take up a lot of this movie uh, because it is bookended by uh, present day, and by present day we mean 1997, Bill Paxton. Hey, he's back. Hey, um, we can't get away from Bill fucking Paxton, can yeah, we? Yeah, all, all Billy Pax, he's uh, he's out for us now. Mm -hmm. um, except, I mean, he is dead now, which is unfortunate. Uh, oh, he is? Yeah, I always oh. confuse... Which between Bills, Pullman, and Paxton are dead, yeah. but it is it is Bill Paxton. Man, I didn't know that. That's genuinely sad. Yeah, I like Bill Paxton. Mm -hmm. Uh, he's good. You know, I mean, he could have done something better than this. He didn't or, need to be here. Or Twister. Yeah, but I but, still like him. He was yeah. great in Apollo thirteen. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, so yeah, the those bookends take up. An extremely long amount of time, and if yeah. you remove them, the movie is, 
I would say, a fairly respectable two hours and 40 minutes. Sure, which is much more consumable and is, uh, I believe your IMDb fact is probably that that's exactly how long it took the mm-hmm. Titanic to sink. Yeah. Was, uh, which is just some some bullshit uh, attention to detail artiste kind of filmmaking when you think yes. about it to have uh, curated this film so that it takes exactly the, the boat sequence takes exactly the same amount of time as it took the Titanic to sink. That's some. That's some real uh, artiste shit right there. Yeah, and so maybe uh, that on that note, and also the fact that the cat has brought her toy up into the room and meowed at me about it, mm-hmm. this is maybe a good time to talk about James Cameron. Okay. Folks, James Cameron is a domestic terrorist. <laughs> no minced words here today. Yeah, I don't think... I need to explain this further uh, because we all know uh, this fucking shitbag's exploits. But you know what? I'm gonna fucking do it anyway. Okay? Fuck James Cameron straight to hell. He would have... You know what? He should be dead. He fully <laughs> should be dead. So let's let's roll things back to when he's working on The Abyss and he nearly kills Ed Harris. Ed fucking Harris and also himself, which I say is a real tragedy because if James Cameron had died in that fucking pool that he was making people act in, the world would be a better place now. Mm. He also made a fucking actress uh, go through this really intense scene partially nude, but he didn't even have the camera rolling because he's a fucking pig. He also nearly got, like, eight people killed while filming Titanic. He puts actors through miserable fucking experiences because the dude fucking gets off on pain Mm -hmm. and also having people in water. Hey, folks! Hey, folks! Why do you keep putting James fucking Cameron, Jimbo fucking cum rag, around water? Don't let him do it. Don't let him put actors in water. It will not end well. Have you seen the shit? about people working on the next Avatar film, which I don't even have time to explain why that shouldn't be happening at all, but it is. And how everyone's talking about how it's a miserable experience because he's making them act underwater without any fucking diving rigs because he's a fucking monster. (laughs) I do not understand why anyone continues to allow James Cameron to, uh, if not live than to continue making films because one they're not that good folks james cameron doesn't make good movies this his fucking magnum opus is a fucking statue of mediocrity that nearly got too many people killed for no reason yeah fuck i hate this man he puts mm-hmm. people through miserable experiences because that's how he fucking jerks off. Because you know the fucking last half of this movie, he's just slow jerking uh, because people are getting hurt and are unhappy. And, and in the water. What... Yeah. Oh, man. That water, half of it, James, James Cameron's come. Yeah. Which would, you know, save on production costs, I guess. Yeah. Um, shit, dude. I had a thought. <sighs> um <laughs> in thinking about James Cameron's uh, own personal ocean has fully removed it from my brain. So I guess I'll just move on. Um, hey, oh, I remember what it was. This may be another IMDb fact, um, mm-hmm. but someone on this crew 
the conditions were so miserable working on the Titanic that they spiked the food with PCP as yes. a protest. Yes. Uh, ostensibly to make everyone dysfunctional on set. Um, which just tells you that, like, the the conditions you have to be under to think, you know what, I'm going to spike everything with PCP is, that's some extreme fucking conditions. Yeah. Yeah. Again, James Cameron, real piece of shit. And yet... People keep working with him. Hey, Hollywood, fucking stop it. Yeah. It's those dollar-dollar bills, y'all, because I think oh Avatar also made two-point-something billion dollars. Yeah, and I haven't seen it, but I know it fucking sucks. Yeah. Um, here's the other thing that I think Marvin pointed out. Uh, there are 29 deleted scenes in this movie. Whoa. And I, I put it to you, Luke. A good director does not have to remove that much fucking movie from their movie. Yeah, that's... I mean, if we're even talking a minute a scene, that's 30 fucking minutes. And it's yeah, probably a lot but, more than that. Yeah. You know, let's let's talk about one of these, okay? Okay. So, there is the scene... Um, okay, so the scene where uh, kind of where Rose and Jack first meet. And yeah. Rose is trying to jump off the boat. Yeah. That is clearly preceded by a critical scene where we are supposed to understand why she's unhappy with Billy Zane and his fabulous eyebrows. Oh, God. The eyebrows on this man and the eyelashes. They just don't yes. quit. I hate they this character. Not. I want oh. to talk about Cal. But. Yes. <laughs> But Billy Zane, for sure, is representing with those eyebrows and those eyelashes. He absolutely is. Um, but here's the thing. We don't see any scene. It just very abruptly cuts to uh, Kate or Rose, whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. um, crying and running around the ship trying to kill herself. Yeah. And it makes no sense. Yeah. For sure. You have to intuit a lot about that scene. Yes. For sure. And again, we have these bookends in the present day where we focus on old Rose for way too long. Mm-hmm. And the movie does not need it. No. Because as you pointed out, you take out the bookends. What are we missing if we do that? Well, we're missing her chucking the diamond into the ocean at the end of the film. Which uh, I've got some thoughts about. Okay, yeah, yeah, I do too. Um, but she could have done that in the 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 boat part of it. Like she gets mm-hmm. to New York, she could have just chucked it into the Hudson yep. or something. Um, instead, we get this ridiculous bookend that's full of shots of the Titanic, and I believe he went down twelve times. Yes. To the Titanic to get shots of the wreckage. Yeah, and Jimbo Comrag has spent more time around the Titanic underwater than the people were actually on it in real life. Whoopie mm. fucking do. I wish he died down there. Yeah, I mean, it's just... Oh, it's just insanity. But, hey, Sam, I guess we're 26 minutes in and we haven't answered the very important question. I'm going to ask it this way. How was your experience with the Titanic? What you, you know what? Fuck it. What would you think of this film? Well, clearly I love it. (laughs) 
clearly it's your favorite film that mm-hmm. we've ever watched. Yeah, I I mean I laughed, I cried, um, I froze to death. You know all the things that you do uh, when you're fully immersed in a in a just masterpiece of cinema. Yeah. Now this thing fucking sucks, man. <laughs> it's a piece of shit. It's not entertaining. It's not fun. It's it's not even horny enough. Yeah. It does everything halfway, except fucking Jim over here trying to put everyone through the ringer so that he can try to get some realism out of it which I put it to you if Jim really wanted some realism Leonardo DiCaprio would be much uglier and he would have TB (laughs) yeah because that's the thing okay I want to mention this really quick because at various points in the movie someone will be like this boy you're you're interested in this boy and i want to be like fucking look at him yeah look of course it makes sense that she's into him it's fucking young leo dicaprio are you kidding me he's incredibly fuckable he's Mm -hmm. 20 years old yeah 23 at the time of filming for this and it's just like oh wait was he because some some of these facts say that he was 20 and kate was uh was 21 Oh, maybe my math is wrong. I don't know. Either Look, way, man. you know what? It doesn't matter because either way, this is a young Leo. Yes. I mean, both of them are, are very attractive people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, through the, through the rest of time, but especially then. And so it's just amazing to me. And then they, they spruce them up and put them in a new tux and stuff. And they're like, wow, you clean up good. No fucking shit. Have you seen him? Yeah. He's a hot boy. Mm-hmm. Mm, you know. <laughs> you said it. You put it out said there. said it, yeah. yeah. Hey, f- hey, a hot man. Yeah. That's better. Yeah. I I regret that, but yeah. you know what? It's out there now. Shit. <laughs> so, anyway, what were we even talking about, man, with this goddamn movie? Oh, we were talking about how much you enjoyed it, for sure. Yeah. Which is none. Yeah. None enjoyment. How much did you enjoy it, Luke? I will be honest. I enjoy parts of this movie. What? Yeah. It is not all bad. I do enjoy... What? Mm -hmm. What did you possibly enjoy? Okay, so I think the bones on this are good. So I think the, the skeletal idea of this period romance is pretty good. Um. Okay. So, for instance, scenes like when they're in steerage class and they're, like, spinning around and having a great time at this party. Okay, I will grant you that. And, yeah. uh, actually, I- I'm sorry to interrupt you. I will give this movie one kudos. Okay. Uh, because our good friend Jillian from mm-hmm. uh, the Sick Girl Missives uh, was not able to make it to the watch uh, last night, though she was interested, which, again, Jillian... You made the right choice not coming. Uh, I I know I know you weren't able to come, but trust me, your night was almost certainly better. Yeah. Uh, because this was not great. But she did want me to pay careful attention to the soundtrack mm, okay. uh, and the music itself. And aside from the constant, endless remixes of My Heart Will Go On, which were yeah. all universally bad, yes. the music in this film is good. Mm, yeah. yeah 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 
the, the Irish co- music in steerage, mm-hmm. like during that dancing scene, fucking phenomenal. Oh, and accurate. Like uh, they got an Irish bagpipe, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, really representing, you know, and it, it, it's the attention to detail for the period stuff that really got to me. Like the costumes, some of these dresses are just fucking incredible. Sure. Yeah. I mean, again, for me, it loses points because no one's got smallpox. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or TV. Uh, yeah. Or the rickets. Yeah, there's no cholera. Yeah. Uh, and everyone on this boat is way too attractive. Oh, for sure. Especially these first class. Because I put it to you. You were saying that if he was in steerage, she should be ugly. I think there should be just more ugly people across the board. Sure. Oh, absolutely. I mean, these are going to be some rumpled people who look like they were beaten with an ugly stick. Yeah, some real inbred nobility should be represented somewhere in that Speaking first class. Speaking of, mm-hmm. especially that count countess oh yeah 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 yeah. i want to know which two cousins her parents were (laughs) yeah to land her in a countess position Mm -hmm. um so i'll I'll summarize it this way there are there are facets of this movie that i enjoy but sam it is too goddamn long so long oh it's longer than saving private ryan which is so long it is, Luke, the longest movie we've watched. Oh, Jesus. Fuck me, Christ. Yeah. Kenna was pretty proud of that <laughs> until she had her weird crisis <laughs> where uh, she she felt bad that she made us watch a movie about an event where people actually died. Yeah. Okay. Last, last good thing I'll say about this movie, which is that. Seeing this in theaters, I can only imagine the sense of scale it creates when the boat goes down. They do mm, a really yeah. good job of showing you just how massive this thing was as it like lifted into the air before it sank. Yes. Um, the, the actual destruction part of the movie, I thought, worked pretty well. Like, yeah. the effects are really good. Um, I mean, you know, some of the CGI like doesn't work as well yeah. now as it as it likely did then. But, I mean, like, you really get a feel for what it's like to be on a sinking ship. Yeah. Oh, 100%. So the disaster part of this, when we're not focused on Jack and Rose, uh, is pretty damn good. Um, it yeah. really does give you a sense of what it would have been like to have been going down in the North Atlantic, uh, which is also the name of my new porno, mm-hmm. uh, going yeah. down in the North Atlantic. Uh, volumes 1 through 5 will be available <laughs> soon. Um it- Hey, let me tell you, all directed by James Cameron, because uh, you you know he was into this. Yeah, and if you're thinking there can't be water scenes, well, you're wrong, because there are many <laughs> scenes in the water. Uh, yeah. It is a wet movie kind of through and through. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Um, it is It is a little hard to sort of ethically reckon with, because two of the actors did drown during filming. Yeah. Um, It was worth it to make going down in the North Atlantic, though, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, you'll you'll come rivers. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, that's my my personal review. Sam, should we talk about this movie, I guess, instead of uh, the the areas around the movie? So I have one question. Yeah. Uh, first, if you isolate just the disaster, like third of this movie, 
is it the best disaster movie we've seen? Ooh, now that is an interesting question. In Sam, I think it's up there, but I don't think so. Okay, what uh, what would you put above it? I might actually put Day After Tomorrow above it. Now that's interesting. Yeah, and here's my reasoning, because uh-huh. as far as disaster films go, this is definitely a disaster film. I think it belongs in the same category, because it is categorically a disaster. Right. Uh, but it is also kind of more of a tragedy. Um, so if you're looking for raw disaster spills and thrills, I think Day After Tomorrow has you covered better, because it's got, it's got wolves... Which we've dissected at length. It does being, have wolves. <laughs> being very stupid. But it has huge CGI disasters. Uh, it's really got the spectacle element of this. Mm-hmm. Um, that I think delivers in a way that Titanic does not. And plus you have to... Uh, I know we're isolating it, but you have to wade through just buckets of other stuff to get to the disaster. Yeah. I will grant you that Day After Tomorrow has a larger scale to it. Yeah. But I see I think actually just the third of this movie that is the ship sinking. Mhm. I think it's the best one I think it's the best disaster flick. You know, I can see some I can see some arguments for that because it is definitely the most tense and the one that grabbed me the most emotionally as yes. far as being like, "Oh shit, this is bad." And it's the only one that I think has like a true sense of like stakes. Yes. Uh, because yes. everything else we've seen, there kind of haven't been any stakes, and you know everyone's going to be fine. And in this one, spoiler alert, Leonardo DiCaprio fucking dies. Yes. Yeah, freezes to death in the North Atlantic. Uh, and again, if that's a spoiler to you, I don't know how you fucking missed it, because yeah. I had not seen this movie but knew everything about the door and him freezing to death because they both couldn't fit on the door, which Mythbusters exactly. proved you could just put the lifesaver underneath the door and then they mm-hmm. both could have been on the door. Yeah, they would have been fine, folks, but he needed to die for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here's just sort of a, a quick fact. He actually died. Uh, James, <laughs> James Cameron made him die for this movie. The Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> we've been seeing has been a carefully created clone. Yeah. Uh, But James Cameron did kill Leonardo. Anyone who died in this movie died in real life. Oh, uh, yeah. Because of James Cameron specifically. Gotta get that realism. I mean, what? how can you make a movie with actors, people paid to act, if you don't have realism? Exactly. You gotta get the realism. You gotta freeze a bunch of people to death. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, like, so you get a lot of the tension because I think it is such a slow burn. Yeah. Uh, like once they hit that iceberg, like you know what's gonna happen, but between like point A and point B, yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff that like you know there's some time left, and so it's got a really good sense of like tension. Um, they do a really good job with like people having to pile onto the lifeboats, and then like people, um, you know, like the sort of crush, and then. You know how the like classist stuff it it all works really really well. Sure. Um, and then like you said, the sense of scale, especially when the back lifts out of the water and there are all those people under it. Yeah. And like they just look like little specks. I mean, it's it's fucking phenomenal. 
Uh, and I think the door scene, less for Rose and Jack, but more for like the pandemonium that you hear around them. Yeah. That slowly quiets down yes. to this like horrifying, deathly silence is really effective. Oh, for sure, dude. Um, I would agree with all of that. <clears throat> I do think, um, yeah, so I would agree with all that. And you know what? Maybe this is the best disaster film we've seen. But I will say it muddies the water a little bit because it does introduce other aspects like Cal trying to fucking shoot Jack and or Rose. Yes, um, we do it, get a random action sequence Yeah, uh, that, <laughs> hey, Jim doesn't need to be there. No, this man's complete lack of perspective. The boat is going down. And he decides yes. with his last moments to try to uh, assassinate Jack. Um, and we get this five minute sequence of them running away, running back down into the belly of a drowning ship. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do kind of muddy the waters with bullshit like that. Uh, yeah, um, I'll grant you that. The characters get in the way of what is actually a, a good bit of the movie. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Luke, I... You want to just advertise now? <laughs> yeah, I want to keep talking about this movie, so let's just... Fuck it, let's go to advertisements. We'll be right back, folks. Yeah, we'll be right back. Luke, uh, I do want to keep talking about this movie, but I think I've teased it enough. Let's get those IMDb facts brought to you by McKenna. Yes, With additional please. sponsorship from Marvin. Ooh, double the research on this one. Yes, uh, so I, I do have a, a sort of a fun additional kind of experiential fact about this one. There are like thousands of IMDb facts about this movie. <laughs> uh, Kenneth said that the little, like kind of like the little scroll bar thing. Yeah. Uh, as she was looking through was like minuscule. Mm. So, uh, so peppered throughout the movie, I got just like something would happen. And I would get this, like, dejected IMDb fact from Kenna. So, like, <laughs> um, so there's a scene where where Rose, like, gets into the water to go save uh, Jack. And um, and she, like, gets in the water and she goes, like, <gasps> and Kenna goes, that was her real reaction. Mm. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> she's a broken person. Uh, so, apparently... Uh, Kate Winslet wanted to break the ice uh, with Leo, Leo uh, after she found out that she would be naked in front of him. So she just flashed him. <laughs> hey, you know what? I've done this in my personal life, and it's a great way to just break the nudie ice. Uh, you know, it works. I yeah. I respect it, you know? Um, so we we did the, the James in his fucking many dives. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the movie actually cost more than the Titanic itself. <laughs> of course it of course it did sam of so, course it did we could have built another titanic with the amount of money it took to make this fucking film that's so incredible but let me tell you the scale of it okay mm-hmm. so at the time the uh the ship cost 1.5 million pounds yeah uh which was seven point about 7.5 million dollars um, and in 1997 money, it would be about 120 to 150 million dollars. Okay, so we went way over budget making this movie. 
Yeah, the movie cost $200 million. Yeah, dude. So you could have <laughs> built like uh, one and a third Titanics with that amount of money. Yes. Um. So Rose says Jack 80 times, and Jack says Rose 50 times. Mmm. Now, <laughs> that says something about the dialogue, folks. That's a mm-hmm. lot of times. Yes. Uh, so, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, that scene where Rose spits on, uh, Billy Zane. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did that take, like, a ton of times. Mm-hmm. And apparently, Kate, uh, ran out of saliva. Mm-hmm. So the scene that we get in the movie, uh, she's spitting lube. <laughs> um... I don't want to steal your thunder, but I do have an IMDb fact uh, related to lube, if you want it. Uh, yes, please. Which is that in the car sex scene, which I do want to talk about in more detail. Uh-huh. They are coated in Vaseline to make them look like they're sweaty. Okay. Now that's horrible. Isn't that just imagine two human beings just coated <laughs> taint to tip in Vaseline. Just writhing on top of each other. Uh, it's the uh, slipperiest conjunction in human history. Just two slicked up heartthrobs. Yeah. Um. Fuck me, James. Mm-hmm. Why? Because <laughs> I gotta tell you, that scene, I felt like they were too sweaty. Oh, they were incredibly sweaty. For like, sure. Like, it's too hot. You shouldn't be that sweaty. You're not okay if you're sweating that much. After what seemed to be maybe five seconds. Yeah, I mean, they're, you got a young Leo here. I can't imagine that the stamina is there. No, 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 no. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah, that's actually all the IMDb facts that I have. Okay. Because uh, we, we covered some of the ones beforehand, and we don't have enough time for all of them. So. Yeah. Nice. Man, those are some tasty nuggets, though, about oh, this. Oh, yeah fucking batshit film for sure yes so uh it's it's hard to know where to start with this yeah do you want to i i have a a potential idea okay uh, which is i can tell you about my favorite part of this film if you want yes 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 so it's when old rose granny rose Mm -hmm. is talking about the experience of being uh drawn Oh, yes. I know exactly what you're talking about, man. And I fucking love it. And we get this close-up of her face as she says the phrase, that was the most erotic moment of my life. And here's the thing. Good for you, Granny. Good for fucking you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but, sir, mm-hmm. um, here's the thing. She follows that up with up to that point. Yeah. Which means Rose was a real fucking horny lady, man. Mm-hmm. She got into some shit. Which, again, good for you, Granny. And I love yeah. the confidence to be telling a boat full of people about this time that you stripped down and were just, just wet as a chamois mm-hmm. um, while somebody drew you from still from still life. Um Man, that is powerful energy, and I just respected the shit out of it. It really is. Now, I've got sort of a fun personal fact about that scene. 
Okay. <laughs> hey, parents, please leave the room. Hey, <laughs> my actual mom and dad, please do not listen to this part for the love of God. I don't know that I want to listen to this part, Sam, with the way this is going. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in fifth grade, my good friend and I would watch Titanic a lot, but we would fast forward just to the nudity. Mm. And we would just watch the nude scene. Yeah. And that was it. Now, we didn't do anything, like, weird, but we did just watch the nude scene a lot. Yeah. Which here's the thing. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. Go ahead. Here's the thing about that. You say fast forward. You're talking VHS, I assume, at this time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, (laughs) slow forward. Yeah. The double VHS that this thing was. You're talking about zooming past a shit ton of movie just to get to yes. that part that is dedication and i gotta tell you as a nearly 30 year old man now it's not that great i it's mean it's not it's fine but it's it's not just an exceedingly horny scene Mm-mm. um no so i you know here's the thing fifth grade me it was it was 97 98 mm-hmm you know, we didn't have a lot of things to do back then. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I didn't have a lot of ways to see nudity. And this was a novel experience for me. Yeah. Uh, until, of course, my friend's mom found out what we were doing and, and summarily took away Titanic. Mm, took uh, away the Titanic, huh? Yep, yep. Uh, we were no longer allowed to watch Titanic. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know... I hacked. This is actually the first time I've watched the movie since fifth grade. Mmm. Now, here's the other thing about that scene. And she touches on this, but, you know, I'm kind of an artist, or I've been trying to learn to draw mm-hmm. uh, in recent months. And here's the thing yes, she's naked. But also, all Jack is thinking about as an artiste is fucking anatomy and perspective. Yeah. Like, it is not a sexy experience. Yeah, he's uh, not through. He's not drawing with one hand and rubbing <laughs> with the other. <laughs> right. He's pretty focused on the end results here. And she even says that. She's like, Jack was a professional. Yeah, no shit. He's super focused on making sure your arms and your fingers don't look weird. Mm-hmm. Hands are hard. Man, wouldn't it be great, though, if he did it, but he was too horny and, like, kind of <laughs> caught up with it? And so she looked all like janky and fucked up but like <laughs> like her hand she had too many fingers and her arm yeah. was at this like angle that no human arm could ever be at but like the tits were right yeah and and it was just just wretched mm-hmm. uh and she was like hey hey bud are you all right and and he was like well i i got the important parts your your bush and your boobs <laughs> <laughs> yeah a hundred percent i would have loved that just one fucked up caricature yeah of her. and and her face like looks like a bad omelet yeah it would have made the scene where she stuffs it into the into cal's safe even better too because then he would have opened it and been like <laughs> the fuck <laughs> what, is, what this? is this what is this awful homunculus with tits in a bush <laughs> <laughs> Who's this omelet face? What the fuck? <laughs> what is this horrible, hastily scrawled note on the back and this yeah. weird, sticky white stain? <laughs> 
Anyway, uh, that was by far my favorite scene in this movie. Um, yeah, Sam, did you have a favorite scene? It's okay if you didn't. I mean, it, it it's mostly, I think, just the ship sinking. Um, <laughs> okay, hang actually, on. I, I was going to ask you a question. Uh-huh. And I want you to an- answer honestly. Okay. Did you laugh at some of the people dying? A hundred percent, yeah. <laughs> of course. Okay, yeah, yeah, just checking. Just getting yeah. a gut check on that one. Uh, the one that got the biggest laugh for me was the guy who fell off the back of the ship and then clanged off the fucking <laughs> propeller and slammed into the water. I had, a, I had a good laugh at that. Actually, okay, I'll give you two, two favorite scenes. Okay. One is, like, during the sinking and all that pandemonium, you have Billy Zane legitimately just photobombing scenes because mm-hmm. he is not part of them, but he's just like kind of wandering through the background or sometimes the foreground, not saying anything, <laughs> not doing anything, but he is there. Yeah. And and then uh, the other favorite is when uh, Rose and Jack are on the back of the ship as it is like plummeting straight down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and so they're, like, standing on top of the back of the ship. And next to them is none other than S- Seinfeld's The Soup Nazi, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's The Soup Nazi. I'm glad you also <laughs> spotted that. Yeah. I was like, why is The Soup Nazi here, James? <laughs> yeah, truly excellent. Um, hey, man, I haven't even opened my notes once since we've started doing this. I guess I should do that. Yeah, I mean, I've I've got my notes here. I'll just, um, I mean, I'll just fire some off if you want me to. Yeah, I have one really quick thought, which is, um, and then I want, I definitely want to hear your notes. Um, but I I attempted to watch this movie as if I thought they were gonna make it. <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> so. Sometimes in my notes, I just have like, are they going to make it in question mark? (laughs) Oh, my God. Look, that is that is honestly maybe the most upsetting and depressing thing you've ever told me in the (laughs) 60 some odd episodes we've been doing this podcast. Because, but that is a level of self-delusion that you really need to talk to a professional about. Yeah, that was the point, man. I just wanted to live in my own bubble where the Titanic did not sink. And so this entire time, I would occasionally turn to my roomie and be like, hey, they're going to make it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yep. literally the most insane shit i've ever heard (laughs) (laughs) gotta tell you it was difficult and it did not last i did not make it through the film with that delusion um but i did try just for funsies i thought it'd be fun if i gave it gave it a crack (laughs) well were you shocked uh no (laughs) (laughs) so it didn't work it did not work. It was pretty difficult to maintain that illusion, especially because the movie begins with the sunken wreck of the Titanic. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, I could see that being a real sort of hole in your ship. Yeah, uh, so to sure. speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But that's uh, that's just a quick thought for me, Sam. What do you have in your glorious notes? Uh, let's see. So we all agreed uh, that Leonardo DiCaprio looks way worse now than he used to. Mm. He just looks like because we talked about this too. He looks like older him. He see, looks like the face is the same, right? Yeah, I just think he looks like a dirtbag now. Mm, yeah, and sometimes he has a mustache. I think, yeah, but it's like a crustache. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so the man should not have facial hair because he looked yeah. good in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now I'll, I'll say Marvin made a, a very astute observation, mm-hmm. and I I want to see if you would agree. Um, do you think the people, the same people who wave at ships, are the ones who clap after flights? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, yeah. 100%. And the same exact people who push the elevator button multiple times. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Marvin said that and I fucking died. Yeah. Uh, it just, because, boy, it's so fucking true. Um, there is there's this distressing amount of people talking about slavery, um, and it just sucks because there's... The closest thing we get to a racial minority is a, f- a fake Italian guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and some Irish people. There's some some real anti-Irish yes, sentiment. There just is. running rampant on this boat. Uh, and and it's just it's just not a good look, James, mm-hmm. to, to have uh, two white people, one of whom is a wealthy white woman, saying... Uh, stuff about slavery or saying that it was like a slave ship to her yeah and and then showing her being essentially wined and dined in fabulous accommodations yeah a hundred percent it ain't a great look it ain't a great look it is not uh let's see uh let's see um did the movie no we we covered that that it didn't need the bookends yeah um Actually, I I have a question. Okay. Do you think Leo and Kate's performances are good? Hmm. So with the with the caveat that neither of us are Holly Weird insiders, even though Correct. I do live in Colorado, which we all know is right next to California. Yeah, basically the same state. Yeah, pretty much the same as discussed on this podcast. Um actually, yes. I do think so. I think Leo, because here's the thing. We were talking extensively about how it's got to fuck you up to be Leo's age at this time and to be not only as famous as you are, but as celebrated for your talents. Mm, Because the man was lauded for his ability to act. And he did some other movies that I'm quite fond of, like Total Eclipse around this time. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I think that both of them can act the shit out of stuff for sure. Okay, yeah, I'll grant you that. So I, I think what pulled me out of the movie a lot is that mm-hmm. I think the dialogue is genuinely shit. Oh, now that I could see, 100%. And so for me, sometimes it was hard to tell, like, is it that they're not doing a good job or is it that they're not working with much? Yeah, I think it's that they're not working with much and maybe the direction was lacking. Take that, James Cameron. yeah. Suck my knob, James Cameron. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Man, I just... I don't like this movie. Yeah, uh, that's fair. Did you, did you want to talk about the diamond? Yeah, actually, I do. I do want to talk about the diamond. Okay. Um, so it this is like a a super important diamond that was like pried off of the crown of Louis the Sixteenth. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, and the whole movie is them trying to find the diamond. Yeah, that's uh, the bookend. That's the whole yeah. plot of the bookend is them trying to locate the diamond on the wreck. Which again. Does not need to be there. The bookend no. does not really add anything to the movie. Except, mu- of yeah. course, the greatest line in the movie. That was the most erotic experience <laughs> of my life. Yeah. 100%. And Bill Paxton. Love to see yes. Bill Paxton in it. Love to see him. Um, And the guy with nasty teeth. Yeah. Uh, But, like... So... So she's like, "Oh, I'll I'll help you find the diamond." They fly mm-hmm. her out because she's like, "I was actually there." Um and then they're like, "So so who were you?" And she was like, "You know that drawing that had the tits on it? Those were my knockers." <laughs> Wasn't I a dish? Is yes. what she says and yeah. uh yeah. And then she tells them this extremely long-winded story that mm-hmm. the movie is. With a lot of details that I put it to you, she either shouldn't know, uh, like what happened in steerage when she wasn't around, or shouldn't include, like when yeah. she fucked Leo DiCaprio in a car. Yeah, which is confusing, because they're on a boat, mm-hmm. and somehow they end up having sex in their car. It's confusing. Yes. Yeah. We also, we get a lot of scenes where they're running away from people, and... You know, the whole room I was in, uh, we all agreed, it's a boat. Where are you escaping to? <laughs> yeah, at one point they're in the goddamn boiler room, and then a very sensible man comes up and is like, what are you doing here? This is really dangerous. And they're like, yeah. we're going to run away now. Yeah, uh, that guy, if he hadn't died on that boat, which he almost certainly did, yeah, um, he would have gone on to start OSHA a lot earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah real workplace uh safety focused gentleman and i appreciate the shit out of it i yeah you know he's he's the hero of the movie mm-hmm. um but yeah so so she tells him this extremely long story that you know kind of has the diamond interwoven into it mm-hmm. uh and then at the very end they seem to forget that they were looking for the diamond in the first place or they're like oh i guess it's not important a lot of people died blah 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 yeah uh and then we find out that she has the diamond. The old lady has the diamond on her person. Yes. And then she drops it into the ocean. Yes. Now, yeah. That's a dick move. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, yep. 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 Yeah. Yep. It, you could have put it in a museum. Mm-hmm. And you should have. You should have just donated it and put it in a museum instead of dropping this very important diamond into the fucking ocean. Yeah. And why? Yeah, it's never fully explained. It's some kind of metaphor. It's called the heart of the sea, the diamond is. Um, (laughs) Hey, I put it to you, too. Here's the thing, because at the end of the movie, she changes her name to Rose Mm -hmm. Dawson. Yes. Um, oh, but then, yeah. Yeah. 
wackety schmackety do and whatnot. Um, and then uh, she starts over with a new life escaping from her sort of bougie existence that she hates so much. Uh, Here's my thing. Why didn't she hawk this diamond that's worth millions and millions of dollars? Sort of puzzling, isn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. Because then you you got your fresh new life and you got fucking pocket change and a half walking around. Well, and here's the other thing that I found sort of strange. Mm -hmm. Is that she talks about how she wants like a normal sort of like not rich and famous life. Yeah. But then we find out she goes on to be an actress. Yeah. Hey, I forgot that detail. You're totally right. She she became rich and famous. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I thought you wanted to be like a farmhand or something (laughs) or like a seamstress. (laughs) Like, what the fuck are you on about? Yeah. You're just flaunting it now. Mm hmm. And also, if you're trying to pretend that you died on the Titanic and never talk to your family again, what better way than to be broadcast on the silver screen for millions and millions of people to see you? Yeah, and so no one can ever be like, hey, wait a second. Mm Mm-hmm. Pretty sure that's Rose. Yeah, I remember her from the big boat that went down. Mm Mm-hmm. I wonder if she has that big fancy diamond that's worth more (laughs) money than God. (laughs) Oh, plot holes. Uh, yeah did you do you have any other random thoughts about this scene that you want to you want to air out yeah so uh there's a there's a scene where uh where leo gets all gussied up for dinner um and he uh is waiting for kate to come down the stairs and Mm -hmm. so she comes down and i don't know if you clocked this but the whole time she's coming down the stairs toward him she has this like real nasty grimace on her face mm, i did not i did it's not really this. it's really bizarre because she looks like ugh, ugh, god damn it like she smelled like a real rank fart <laughs> she just like she looks like if she smelled like a sour milk fart yeah and it's just coming down towards leo like ugh. <laughs> and i can't figure out why james didn't say like, hey, maybe you should smile and yeah. not, not look like you're in pain or like bestinct. <laughs> we all know how seductive a bestinct grimace is, though. Yes. Nothing, nothing oh, gets yeah. me going like being grimaced at by a potential romantic partner. I mean, I'll tell you right now. Hey, parents, please leave the room. I was hard as a rock uh, <laughs> when I saw that grimace. <laughs> yeah. It's really seductive. Uh, no, I didn't clock that. I was too focused on that baller dress, which I think tells you a lot about this oh. movie, that I was more won over by the costumes than I was uh, sort of by other parts of it. Yeah. Yeah, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I have another theory about James Cameron. Okay. I think he's a foot fetishist. Oh, sort of. Uh, yeah. Okay. Because he focuses on the feet a whole lot during the dancing scene, like mm-hmm. real close in. And then towards the end of the movie, right before that asshole old lady throws the very expensive diamond in the ocean, it's just close up on her wrinkled old feet. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking that that is what really gets Jimbo Cameron going. Well, you know, the thing that would really get James Cumrag to finish completely Mm-hmm. would be someone in pain dying in the water 
and he zoomed in on their feet. Oh, yeah, that's the money shot right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you, you would drown in that cum. Uh, <laughs> so, I one thing that, like, kept striking me yeah. is that clearly there were not enough fun things to do in 1912 because we get a lot of people who are very entertained by next to nothing. Mm, yeah. Hey, that seems pretty believable, though. I mean, it's 1912. Yeah, I mean, what are you gonna do? Read a newspaper? <laughs> yeah, because like, because like, there's uh, there's a scene when uh, Leo and his friend who has the fakest Italian accent I've ever heard this side of Mario, yeah, um, uh, go up and run to the front of the ship and are hooting and hollering like it is the greatest <laughs> thing on earth to be on a slowly moving ship as it leaves the harbor. Yeah, and it's like fuck, dude, get a hobby. And then yeah. later, Ro- he does the same thing with Rose, uh, which I assume means that he had a, a really intensely erotic relationship with his Italian friend. Oh, 100%. His Italian friend, who, to your point earlier, is pretty damn good looking, too. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah. So, um, ain't no ain't no ugly people up on this boat, my friends. No, it is nothing but not tens. at all. Uh, yeah, real fuckable boat of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and then Ro- he does that with Rose, and she's like, "This is the greatest thing I've ever experienced in my life. I'm flying, I'm flying." And then we get the the like iceberg watchmen up in their mm-hmm. little crow's nest, and they see Jack and Rose just kind of kissing, like not yeah. even like heavy petting. They're not finger blasting. They're not nothing. They're not. They're not even really making out. They're kind of no. just smooching. It's just like a like a kind of long smooch, and they're like, "Oh, I get a load of this one! Oh shit! Oh my god! Look at that!" And they they uh, they're way too into it, and it's yeah. like, guys, guys, come on! You could draw yeah. a picture that would be hornier than that. Oh, a hundred percent, yeah. And at one point, Jack mentions the Nickelodeon too, which cracked me up because mm-hmm. uh, it's just like, oh, I was down at the Nickelodeon watching a short film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think there was a lot of entertainment in 1912 uh, no. outside of, you know, gambling and fucking. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, and and I've got two other points. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is uh, they say to turn the boat starboard. Ooh, and hey, then this motherfucker goes hard to port, doesn't he? Yes, he does. He turns it real hard left, which, hey, James? Yeah. Hey, James, though, if you want this movie to be fucking accurate, maybe you should have the man turn right. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is that? Uh, and then um, they they really try to make the captain, uh, who is, of course, uh, King, uh, King uh, Theoden, uh, from mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings, um, they really try to make him look bad while the ship is sinking because he's just sort of like aimlessly wandering around the ship and like, yeah. fuck, like this is bad. I gotta tell you, I don't know, I don't know a lot about being a boat captain, but I feel like a good ship captain shouldn't know what to do while the boat's sinking. Like, shouldn't be real experienced during a sinking <laughs> boat. <laughs> He does seem pretty pretty uh, wise to what's happening, doesn't he? Sort of walking around like, ah, yep, 
Yep, this happens. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, he's like, yeah, and this is the part where this goes. Okay, yeah, I've seen this before. Like, a good ship captain should be like, what the fuck? Is this this how it happens? I mean, I've read the manual, but I don't know, man. I've never seen this shit before. I guess get the lifeboats? I don't know. Fuck, man. I don't know. I've never seen it. And this guy's like, yeah, I've been through this before. Get the lifeboats, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. Get the women and children first, all that. And the rich, obviously. Get the yeah. rich people out. Gotta let the poors die. Yeah. Uh, so what you're positing is that this is not his first rodeo. Probably not even his fifth or seventh rodeo. No. This is <laughs> He's in the easily in the teens to twenties. Yeah. Oh god damn it's going down again, huh? Alright, well <laughs> God, fourth time this week. Yeah. Hey, related to that, uh, I wanted to talk about the code of the band, uh, which is that everybody knows that if you're in a band and something tragic happens, like the venue catches on fire or is randomly flooded for some reason, Mm -hmm. you as a band have an obligation to keep playing no matter what. (laughs) Yes. So, because, I mean, everybody knows that the band kept playing as the Titanic went down, but these motherfuckers are up on the deck. Freezing their asses off, just like, mm-hmm. man, we gotta keep going though. It's what they expect of us. And then and then they're like, nobody's listening, and then they're like, Well, nobody listens at dinner either. Keep on going. <laughs> keep going, man. <laughs> it's just batshit. Uh yeah, the code of the band. Everybody knows that. You go down oh, with the ship. Yeah. You gotta you gotta keep spirits up as as the boat's going down. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got any other thoughts? Uh, just one. My final thought is that at some point, a very rich man says, "Here, here," and it cracked me the hell up. Fuck, dude, <laughs> get out of my brain! I wrote down the same thing of just yeah, 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 yeah. I think Jack's talking about being a free spirited so and so or whatever, and then this yes. curmudgeonly fuck just gives us a good hearty yeah, 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 um, yeah. Truly say- excellent. It was satisfying to watch a bunch of rich old fucks die. Hey, literally what I told my roommate, it isn't eat the rich, but it's pretty close. It is close. Drown the rich <laughs> works just as well. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, that's all I got. You got any any remaining sort of uh, things you want to get off your chest about this movie, Sam? Um, Actually, okay. I, I one, one legitimate complaint um, about... About the movie. Mm-hmm. Multiple times. Uh, particularly during, like, the sinking third of the movie. Yeah. I did not know where Leo and Kate were. Mm. I just had, abs- like, because they would, cu- there were too many characters in the movie, so they would cut to other characters, and then I would be like, wait, where the, f- where the fuck are Leo and Kate supposed to be? Mm-hmm. Because uh, the movie, it jumps around a whole lot, and, you know, maybe you know, some of those 29 deleted scenes would, would bridge things a little better. (laughs) Jimbo. Uh, but, but yeah, I found myself being confused as to where people were. Yeah, that makes sense. And it does cut a lot to them being like somewhere below decks. Yes. And then back up to people in more discernible locations and then back to them being somewhere in the belly of the boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's kind of unclear where they are in relation to the boat actually sinking because there's water sometimes and then other times there's not. Yeah. 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 So yep. 
folks, don't watch it. Yep. Don't uh, watch it. Yeah, or maybe just do like Sam did and just fast forward to the boobies scene. Yeah, uh, though, honestly, at this point, it, you know, just just look up porn online. It's a lot better. <laughs> it's got more plot in some, some cases. Yeah, um, often. Yeah. Well, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Yeah, I think so. I think so, Sam. And so that's actually, uh, folks, that's us closing the book on Hanksy Panksy. It's a disaster. And uh, and next week, folks, season two of Hanksy Panksy is coming. Mm. Oh, so spicy! I can feel it on my lips already. It's gonna be, it's gonna be hot. Ooh, it's gonna be very good indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, keep an eye out uh, to to see what that's gonna be because I gotta tell you, folks. Very excited for season two. Oh yeah, so fucking excited! I can't wait. Can't wait to hit season two, Sam. Yeah. So you know what? How about you find us on Facebook at Hanksy Panksy Podcast? You find us on Twitter at Hanksy Panksy, or you find us on Instagram at Hanksy Panksy Pod, uh, and uh, and keep an eye out to see what season two of Hanksy Panksy is gonna be. Uh, you can also send us an email at hanksypanksypod at gmail uh, you know, let us know what what you think season two is gonna be. I guess, or you know, give me some disaster related porno titles. Mm-hmm. Um, or I guess let me know if you also fast forwarded to the the booby scene uh, <laughs> when you were in fifth grade. I'm shit. I shit. I didn't tell my parents to get out of the room before I said it. But hey, mom and dad, I didn't actually do that. Sorry. No, it's all Shit. a joke. It's one big joke. Um, but yeah, so send us an email and for the love of fucking God, stop sending signing us up for spam. I'm getting a lot of these now and I'm it pisses me off every time. Don't do it. <laughs> stop. <laughs> anyway, uh yeah, uh Luke, you got a you got a final quote? I oh. do. Mm-hmm. Uh thank you to Ryan Boyd for our kick ass intro music. I haven't said yeah. that in a while. My bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan. Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> we still like it. It's very oh, good. Yeah. Sorry. It's so good. Uh, but yeah, um, Luke, you got that final quote? I do. It's said by the man with the nasty teeth on the boat. Uh, and it is, like that Russian babe, anesthesia. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh, God. Well, let's close the book on Hanksy Panksy. It's a disaster. Yeah. All right. Well, folks, thanks for for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy. We'll be back next week with the premiere of Hanksy Panksy season two. <laughs>